The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, the postseason edition of the Federal Football Report. I believe, Kevin, this is the first postseason edition of the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. Uh, you can hear it on 1500 AM. But you want to go to Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, all that jazz, and just subscribe. So that way you can get the show right. as soon as it hits the, the, the digital airwaves, okay? I mean, there's That's no what delay. I do. Yeah, just subscribe. Exactly. It's exactly what mm-hmm. I do. Because half the time, <laughs> I don't remember what I said on the show. And so I've got to go back <laughs> to listen to it to make sure that, you know, what I said is correct. And, I'll, and I will send hate mail to myself. I have sent myself nasty tweets <laughs> and uh, things in my own DM because sometimes right. I say things that are stupid. Uh, it so, it of course, it. Kevin Stanfield in the digital studios. And it is a, it is a pleasure, a long overdue uh, pleasure, by the way. Uh, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording to bring, well, we back on the show because we've had, see, when we first had Brother Jamal on the show, <laughs> he wasn't affiliated with the DMV Sports Roundtable. But no. see, since but, but but things have changed since then. Before, you know, Jamal came on the show. We talked we talked burgundy and gold and stuff like that. But now he is on the DMV Sports Roundtable, ladies and gentlemen. Jamal Bowens, you won't even you can't even imagine how much we had to pay him to come on the show. Man, uh, I don't understand. <laughs> with us today. Yeah, well, I guess this check is still in the mail. Yeah, well, <laughs> see, that's the problem with having a guy on who actually knows what he's talking about, right? You, you're expecting <laughs> that might, like that might be freshman, part, right? <laughs> That might be part of the Biden stimulus I ain't got yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's interesting, man, because things are off and running, man, in, in, in the NFL with so much quarterback talk. And, and of course, we got some situations going on here. Things are moving faster than Ted Cruz back to an airport from Cancun trying to get back to Texas <laughs> to avoid bad PR. It's moving faster than Ted Cruz in a Cancun airport. Uh, so anyway, let's jump in and we'll talk burgundy and gold. Um, uh, uh, and we'll avoid the politics, at least for today, uh, because some of the politicians are making fools of themselves. We don't have to do that job for them. Um, and so let's start talking about the quarterback situation with the burgundy and gold. Let's talk about the two quarterbacks that really, I think, so the, the, the story of the quarterback situation last year really revolves around, uh, of course, there was Dwayne Haskins, but gosh, Dwayne Haskins seems like almost two seasons ago uh, once Alex, once, uh, you know, Alex Smith took over. And so it seems like it's revolved around Alex Smith and uh, uh, Tyler uh, Heineke, uh, Taylor, uh, who, who, you know, towards the, um, for that playoff game, uh, you know, like really impressed. And so, so we've got these two stories that start with Heineke. The team signs him. Uh, I believe to a two-year deal. Um, we'll start with Kevin, then we'll go to Jamal. Your thoughts on 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 Heineke, and I'll, and I'll wrap it up when you guys are done with that. Well, my thoughts basically: what else could the guy do to get a shot? <laughs> you know, right, right. He, mm-hmm. he's earned that shot. You know, he performed well on not the biggest stage, but the next to the biggest stage. I mean, you know, it was a playoff game. He was on national television. And he played, he produced, he had a, a, a solid game and he deserved at least a look. Now, um, you know, Jamal will be more uh, able to, to tell you uh, more clearly than I would, but I don't think they really gave him that much. I mean, I think there's a lot of money to anybody except for Claude, but I, I, I don't think they, they gave him that much. And I think he, I think he earned it. What do you think, Jamal? Yeah. You know, when it breaks down, uh, 
people looked at the first number, and we, we look at it all the time when they have these deals. You got to wait for the breakdown. And when it's broken down, it's, you know, one point something for two years, really. The rest is just in incentives. So, you know, it, it's decent. It's backup money. So, you know, a lot of people jumped out the window the first time when they saw, you know, the deal as a whole without seeing how it was broken down. And so, you know what, Heineke, I agree. He earned a shot to contend. He earned a shot to compete. I love my Redskin WFT uh, fan base, but we have a we have an issue <laughs> that we always we, we are prisoners of the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this goes all the way back to Colt Brin for those that remember. <laughs> Some people still have strands of Colt Brin somewhere for preseason games, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Taylor played well, and I in in like he said. It's a, a, a wild card game. It's, it's a playoff game. You hadn't been in a while. And without him, I will say this, you know, they don't compete. That game might be over in the third quarter if he doesn't make the plays that he made down the stretch. Mm-hmm. But that buys you a chance to compete. That should not airmark you to be the next quarterback. And we have a tendency to, you know, put people on these pedestals and then push them into place. And then when they mess up, you'll be the first one to pull them back down. Mm-hmm. So let's say Heineke did what he did, short sample size, chance to compete. Uh, Allen, if healthy, will get a chance to compete. He earned that much. But that's where it ends. Okay. Let's, let's not make people starters before they really are. Right. Now, right. allow me to represent the delusional fan base here in Washington. Oh, what I'm about to say. Just allow me to represent <laughs> them. Coming from a Cowboys fan, though. Let's go. <laughs> let, me, let me represent them, Okay. Because here's the thing, and speaking of, of, of the Cowboys, you know, it isn't as if Heineke came in and played very well in, in the third or fourth preseason game. It isn't as if, you know, he came in in week three or week four after, you know, an injury and, you know, did some mop-up work and looked okay, but you just can tell he's not the guy. He played his butt off against the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers, who defense, by the way, kept Patrick Mahomes from throwing a touchdown the entire Super Bowl. Uh, The same defense, I believe Tampa Bay had to beat uh, Aaron Rodgers. I believe they had to beat Drew Brees. And then they beat Patrick Mahomes. And if, if I'm not mistaken, I believe... He probably played the best against them out of those three quarterbacks in the playoffs. Okay. I'm not saying he's the I'm not saying he's the GOAT. I'm not saying that he is going to the Hall of Fame. Sounds sounds like you are. I'm not I'm not even saying I'm not even saying he is he's he's gonna be the starting quarterback next year. But what I am saying is, as opposed to I'm with you with he earned a chance to, to 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 get the spot, right? He earned a chance to compete. I'm with you on that. But what I'm saying is, can we also give him he might be the guy for the future. You talk about Dallas, it reminds me of this guy, Tony Romo. Nobody uh, heard of him. Nobody cared about Romo at all. Bill Parcells is getting tired of, um, of Drew Bledsoe, and he yanks him at halftime of a game against the Giants. And the rest is history. Some would say a mediocre history, but at least an exciting mediocre history with <laughs> Romo. And it's possible that you might, be, you might, have, you might have found something special in, in Tyler Heineke, and I think it's okay to say, you know what? I'm willing to I'm I'm willing to kind of look at him coming into this next season and think, all right, okay, we we might have we might have a guy here, not just a guy who who is okay for him to compete. I mean, unless you're going to bring in a Deshaun Watson 
or, you know, or even give Sam Darnold another try, maybe. I'm, I'm like, all right, you know, maybe there's a chance here. You guys look totally confused and baffled and upset at my, at my, <laughs> at my response. Kevin, what do you have? Then we'll go to Jamal. Well, first of all, first of all, you represented the delusional uh, <laughs> Washington football yeah. team fan to a T. You yeah, saw things. A reason for that one. Lifetime, yes, lifetime yes, experience yes. with these guys. Yes, 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 yes. Now, Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, now you called him Tyler a couple of times, too. That my, it's, 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 my, Taylor, it's, my Fred Smoot, it's my Fred Smoot coming out. We were going to post game <laughs> show on the Washington football team radio network. Yeah, Fred yeah. Smoot was always now, calling him uh, Taylor, and I think he's got it, his it, yeah, he Yeah. You know, great. He had a great game. I hope he has a, a bunch of other great games. If he is that guy that the fans want him to be, it'll show. It'll, it'll come out if there's an open, honest competition, which might be the first time we've had one of those in this town for a long time coming up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, honest, open competition for the position. And see, the thing about an open competition is everybody sees it. Everybody knows who the best guy is. <laughs> you know, we don't know. We just see what they let us see and what they tell us. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. So if there's an open competition, one of those guys is going to, to rise. Now, I still don't think that that's the guy that's going to lead you to a championship. I think what this does, though, if you have a solid starter, not not a superstar, a solid guy, a guy who knows um, uh, 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 the, the, the playbook, knows what he's expected to do, knows what Turner wants. And, you know, Turner's like the, the emerald of the, <laughs> the, the chef, right? You know, Heineken's just an ingredient. Okay, so there's no learning curve there. There's no they can hit the ground running. They could they could in the upcoming draft they can go second third round get a quarterback let him learn the way a quarterback's supposed to learn and they don't have to waste mortgage the future and under Deshaun Watson they don't have to go to Eastern Motors and get a used hoopty quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's where it is. Well, but, at Eastern Motors, well, your job's your credit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, so that's what I'm thinking. So, and, and I'll uh, like I'll, I'll throw it to Jamal here. I, I'm thinking that that they got something. The fans have something here, but they don't have what they think they have. What do you think, Jamal? <laughs> you know what? Like Ron Rivera said, everything's on the table. And when you look at the situation, it's just that. I think the only thing that's probably off the table is. Deshaun Watson or anybody dreaming about Russell Westbrook. Uh, Darnold, given the Wentz situation and what he went for a second and the conditional third that could turn into a first if it, you know, if certain things transpire, I think you can, you can look at that. I will throw that at a 23-year-old quarterback that's coming from the Jets and has yeah. to deal with Adam Gaze. And I think he comes into a, a better situation. Uh, Mariota's been floated out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, what bothers me about Mariota is his, his contract bothers me. Okay. Now, I have no problem floating a, a mid-rounder, fourth or fifth. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But if you intend for him to potentially be your starter, you got to look at those escalators in his contract. Mm-hmm. And if he's going to be the starter, he's going to hit those incentives easily. So when you're taking a flyer on somebody with a, a mid-round pick and now they jump up to a point where they're costing 7.5 against the cap, and let's say if it works out, cool. If it doesn't, that's a very expensive flyer to take. Sure, sure. So everything, everything is out there. I think what you have in Allen and Heineke are two guys that know the system, 
and will compete. I agree with Kevin. I don't think either one of them are the guys to take you to the next level. But there are a lot of combinations you can do. A lot of people don't like the Cam Newton idea. And what Kevin, you talked about familiarity. He's familiar with every coach on that offensive side of the ball. That's a good point. He knows all of them. And, you know, not to defend Cam, he's been down. He was injured in Carolina. Uh, that's why Allen got his time. That's why Heineke got his little bit of time to shine in Carolina. Last year, it's not all on Cam. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is not the Patriots we used to seeing. He's throwing the people that if you don't know the NFL, you don't know these receivers. Mm -hmm. Outside of maybe Nikhil Harry. Maybe. Uh, Edelman gave you not even half a season. Yeah. You know, so he still managed to get 20 touchdowns. He was still a threat in the red zone to run. That offensive line is not the same offensive line that kept Tom Brady upright for all those years. Right, right. No, this, this is not Very the true. same Patriots you're used to seeing. He had to deal with a watered-down version of the Patriots. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I still think Cam got some left in the tank. You know, if you compare him to a Bridgewater or a Ryan Fitzpatrick, I'm probably going to lean Cam because people okay. forget. Every, every time, you know, people get down, have a couple down years, this brother was still the MVP of the league. He still led a team to a Super Bowl. Uh, Teddy can't say that. And I don't have a problem with Teddy. Mm -hmm. Fitzpatrick can't say that. But we know what he is. Fitzpatrick is a finesse. He is the best finessing quarterback in the world. <laughs> He's taking Ryan Flynn's game to level 10. That's true, yeah. He'll get hot. He'll give you what you want. Oh, well, give him some more money. And then... You know, this, the, the slipper comes off Cinderella, and then you see what you have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's so, interesting, though, because, I mean, you floated around a couple of names that, you know, yeah. um, you know, not, you know, while we look at the, the big shiny diamond, I mean, you talk about bridge quarterbacks and, and, you know, whether it's Bridgewater or even Fitzpatrick and even Sam Donald, just to see what he has. I mean, it at least could be a bridge quarterback to your quarterback of the future. But speaking of quarterbacks, let's jump now to another quarterback that was wearing burgundy and gold last year, Alex Smith. And uh, according to a GQ interview, uh, he had said, you know, I threw a monkey wrench in the Washington football team's plans. You know, they didn't want me. They didn't want me back and all this other stuff. Um, you know, I, 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 let's start with you, Kevin. Um, does this come as a shock and a surprise to you? Either A, that he feels as if they felt that way, whether legitimate or not, and B, that he would say that because it doesn't seem like that's something Alex Smith would do. He must have been deeply hurt or offended or something by this whole thing. Well, when I first heard the comments... My first reaction was, yeah, that's, that sounds about right. Because, mm -hmm. because I think with the, with the perception issues that this team has, they could not afford to be in the position that they would not allow Alex the opportunity to come back. I, I believe, now I can't confirm any of this, right? You know, because my sources don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I believe that they were banking on him not being able to, to, to come back. I believe mm -hmm. that they didn't think that he had it in him, knowing the, the the severity of his injuries. They didn't think a human being could probably come back from it. And it wouldn't be the first time the medical staff had made a mistake. They had no idea what was inside <laughs> right. the man. Now, mm -hmm. as far as his statements go, I mean, you got to look at the fact that this dude looked death in the eye mm -hmm. and, and won. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know he took that. If you know, so most people, you know, you took Alex Smith and the points versus death. Most people, 
<laughs> I was was underdog in that, but it came out on top. Mm-hmm. I I give him that that gives like the human being like an incentive not to be as politically correct as one might be. You pretty much say what's on your mind because mm-hmm. hey, look, I almost died. I'm gonna tell you what's on my mind. <laughs> uh-huh. This is it. I know how fleeting life is. I might not get another chance to say this, and and it's, it amazes me that that you you guys know guys in the media and that's their job to get inside the athletes, you know, his, his mind his soul and let the public know. And when, when it happens, when you find out what the guys really feeling and thinking people get mad, mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. these are flesh and blood human beings. Right. So I'm, you know, I'm, I thought it was refreshing that this guy came out as a guy, you know, like this is how I feel. It's a business to them, but when it comes to the athlete in his life, people want him to be the, the you know, the angels, the squeaky clean angels. I'm, hey, I'm with Alex. I saw, I witnessed <laughs> what, what happened to him, right? You know, mm-hmm. I, I, our friend Pete Methurst, I was producing a basketball game from, for him, and I had um, had the game up on the screen in the studios. And, and during the break, I, said, I remember, I'll never forget, I said, wow, Pete, I think Alex just broke his leg, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Pete said, what? Then we had to come back from break and have a chance to talk about it. So, yeah, that that's always going to be in my mind. And, 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 hey, I'm with Alex on this one. What about you, Jamal? I'm going to take the other side. Not really for the, 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 the team, but maybe a little bit. But my question to Alex would be, what did you expect? What did you expect to have happen? Now, you came into this organization, this would be, you had one year, half a year. And granted, you produced, but then you're bringing a whole new regime. You're 36 years old, you are coming off an injury, and let's be, you know, you put it on 30 for 30. The word amputation was used. Mm. You know what I mean? So you were in danger of losing your leg. At 36 years old, you're already... Just before the injury, let's see what he has left in the tank. You're already on that last leg. You, they they put you up there in Drew Brees category and Philip Rivers, you know, even without the injury. So it's terrific. You can't. I mean, that's comeback story of of the year. You know, right now, the way it ended up, you know, is 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 Mark Wahlberg going to play you in your biopic <laughs> in that state? You know, but for I don't understand. I'm not sure what exactly he was looking for, because if you want to be totally blunt about it, this particular organization owes you nothing. Right. We brought you in. You played great. Six wins. You went out with a horrific injury. Now you have Ron and a whole nother crew coming in and even in the front office. Everything is a clean sweep. They didn't bring you in here. Somebody else did. So they're not looking at, they're looking at, we're here now, we're looking for the long term. Uh, in your current situation, I don't even know if you're going to be able to walk right, brother. So let's see what, so their mindset is going to be somewhere else, of course. So the people that really owed you something was the franchise that traded you away after drafting your preeminent replacement, after you had a good season, for a third and fuller. That's where loyalty lies. The loyalty did not lie with this franchise. You weren't here for about a half a season. Well, I will say this. I I, I almost agree in theory with where Jamal is, but 
looking at from a player side, this is why when people, when play, especially NFL players, hold out for money. This is mm-hmm. when they have these contract disputes. This is why when you know I I am totally on the player side because you know teams don't to me uh, show not all but in this situation you know although yes I think by the by when, by the letter of it perhaps not they don't owe him anything but I think just the way that he played and the gruesome injury and the fight to come back I do think you owe him a chance to do it but here's the thing I don't think his come I don't think his comeback threw a monkey wrench in the Washington football team's plans for quarterback. I think Dwayne Haskins threw the monkey wrench in the Washington (laughs) football team's plans at quarterback. And I think Kyle Allen getting hurt through the monkey wrench. And then when the comeback, by the time we got to Alex Smith, you know, we were, we were for the most part, even, even uh, 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 coach Rivera didn't really think that there was much the team was going to do this season until he saw how bad the rest of the NFC East was. It was Mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, we're trying to win now. Uh, right. by, by that time, he was, on, he was on Kyle Allen at that point and, and benched Haskins. But I think Haskins' play in the teams uh, seemingly just kind of putting up with him until they couldn't take it anymore, at least his coaching staff, I think that's what threw the monkey wrench in it. And, and, and so he looks at it as if, you know, they counted me out, they did this, they did that. I don't think anyone counted, counted him out. I think there were people who legitimately didn't want him to play anymore because they didn't want him to get hurt. I think, I mean, there was, I, I think there was I, the same way we were watching it, Kevin, and we talked about this. I'm sure you were doing the same thing, Jamal. I mean, and I was, mm-hmm. I was producing for the, the football team radio network. I'm seeing him come in. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm clenching my hands every time he gets hit, you know, <laughs> guys are jumping on his back and, and, I, you know, uh, uh, and I'm like, you know, and I'm just hoping he's okay, you know, and, and, and he ended up being fine, but I think there were legitimate concerns. I don't think that anybody didn't want him to play because they were ready to move on. I think they didn't want him to play because they were trying to be overly cautious. Like you said, you're looking at a guy who, who had a gruesome injury, number one, but then also while in the care of your team, caught an infection and then almost had to get amputated near death. Just from a liability standpoint, I don't want him ever playing again now that he's healthy. You know what I mean? But, we'll see. But, 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 but he comes in. So I, I, think, I think that I, I don't think he threw a monkey wrench in it. I think maybe they weren't counting on it. But the thing that I love so much about Alex Smith when I read that is the fact that he didn't just wake up that morning of the interview and say, I feel like they were doing me wrong. They didn't want me to come back. He felt that even during the season. He went while he was playing and when he came in and to do that, but to still show the level, I think of professionalism and go in and show them what you got, even though it's one thing to show, show your opponent, what you have when your opponent don't believe in you, but when you feel like your own people don't believe in you and you still go out there and, and show them what you got, that's, 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 that's comeback player. And, 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 and even more heart, uh, you know, as far, as far as I'm concerned from the way that I read it, Kevin. Yeah. I, I think that this is another indication of the, the quote, culture change that is in effect uh, not quite taking shape yet. I, I think that that the um, the moves recently to hire uh, uh, Martin Mayhew and 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 Hunley for some reason when you know, a lot of teams got one GM we get two uh, <laughs> I, I, that that to me shows that they There's were more general place. managing to do. Right, right, right. You get, you get like each player gets their own general manager. That's you know they got like two coaches for every player, so you might as well. So, but that shows you where the organization was at a whole front office wise, you know, 
while this transition was going on. Now, you know, there was confusion on the field. We were talking about, like, you know, at first, Ron didn't know whether he wanted to win. Those, you know, not calling timeouts, going for two in the Giants game, which was a winnable game. Those things that he was making and himself dealing with a life-threatening situation. There was a lot going on, you know, and who knows what Alex is being told, you know, Ron might be telling them one thing and then the, the front office telling him another, right? The doctor's mm-hmm. telling them one thing, mm-hmm. you know, if me, if I'm the player, if they clear me to play, that means they think I can play, you know, they're not clear me to play to, that's the same thing they did with Darius Geis, you know, with, with, uh, when Gruden was here, Oh, you clear to play, but we're not going to play you yet. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it, it's, it's, it's sending uh, mixed signals. And I think I'm looking at it from the emotional aspect that the emotional toll that this whole thing took on him, it just had to, you know, he was either going to let it out or or blow up, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And said, well, why should I damage my health and mental health? I'll let it out on GQ magazine. That's what Mm -hmm. what I'm thinking. I mean, I, I think him doing that now, of course, you know, the writing is on the wall. Yeah, you know, right. He knows it isn't going to be. He's going to ride out in the which I think he should do. Uh, your story has been written, probably the best that it could be. Mm-hmm. And if you do anything more now, you might damage it. Yeah, yeah. So this is his opportunity, and they're giving him this opportunity to ride out into the sunset. Now, if he lingers. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted. Ron will say, "Hey, look, my man, nothing but respect, but we got to go in this direction." But I think back to what you were saying. It's like when you are Alex Smith in that situation. It's it's a chip on your shoulder for everybody. Mm-hmm. But don't put it on it. Nobody thought I'm with Claude. <laughs> I he came in that game. I was all oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I was wondering. I really did not want him to not want him to play, but I really, if he didn't have to, you know, take your time because mm-hmm. the first time he got hit when Allen went out, I said, "Oh Lord!" <laughs> <laughs> then the piggyback ride with Aaron Donald. That that yeah, <laughs> that oh my help. <laughs> man, you talk about nerves. You know, I, I'm looking at him like somebody hitting my son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like like he's me like he's my child. I said, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, he's, please get up, Alice. Get up, get up, Alice. Come on now." But it, that's one thing, and it's just nobody expected that. But he has to understand that you made such a remarkable comeback. Nobody expected it, so you can't. I for what I'm saying is you can't get upset with the organization in that perspective that they didn't expect you to come back. It's not that you threw a wrench in anything. Nobody expected you. As fans, we did not expect you to come back. And when you did, everybody was on pins and needles. Mm -hmm. Mm So I understand that he took it personal. It's a chip on the shoulder. I get that. As a player, you need motivation like that, especially to do what he did. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, to say they didn't want me back, they did nobody knew you were probably one of the biggest mysteries you know to date in terms of seeing that injury at his age and then coming back the next season nobody thought that nobody nobody thought that but you 
your wife, your kids, your family, mm-hmm. and your doctor. And I'm not sure they all did. I'm not even sure they all thought he could come back. The uh, wife did. One she a rat or die. Yeah. No, the, the cool thing about her, I will say this. I saw an interview with her on, I think it was Good Morning America, and yeah. she was like, she knew he could do it. She didn't want him to because she's like, I want him to be able to walk. I want him healthy. Exactly. Yeah. And so like afterwards, she said, but this goes beyond me. Football right. was a passion for him as a kid. And growing yeah. up, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I, I can't ask him to walk away from ev- from the thing that he loved to do ever since he was a child. She said, so I had to put myself aside. I'm paraphrasing. I mean, she didn't say it, but this is what yeah. she was saying. I had to put myself aside and kind of like, okay, do it for you. And I feel like that's, that's, that's like, that's what you said. That's ride or die right there. That's, you yeah, know what, yeah. I'm putting me yeah. aside so you can do what it is you, you know, that you wanted to do ever since you were a kid what you've d- done to afford us this great life that we have and this great thing. And, and for him, it was personal and he, something he wanted to do. Kevin, we'll get to you. We'll, we'll get your comment. And then we're going to jump to uh, to the next segment. I, I would say um, that uh, the Washington football team is going to be the source of quite a few like Hollywood projects, right? You got the, the Taylor Heineke story coming up, right? You mm-hmm. got the, the uh, Alex Smith movie. But check this out. I saw on Twitter one time that um, a little while back that uh, Kurt Warner has signed a deal for his uh, life story that's going to be on the screen. So I, I tweeted him back and said, hey, look, who's going to play you, uh, Idris Elba or Denzel Washington, right? <laughs> <laughs> and look, and he hit me back up and said, my wife would love either one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. So, Jamal, the last the last time you were with us, man, a lot of stuff have changed. One of the things that's changed is this new segment uh, uh, called Fake News or Not. Basically, yeah. what happens is I give Kevin three statements. In this case, I'll give you and Kevin the same three statements, and you let me know whether it's fake news, like there's no way that's happening, or whether it's not. So that's why we call it Fake News or Not, okay? Yeah. So everybody knows how this goes. It's been our favorite segment. It's the one thing that good that came out of the Trump administration, honestly, <laughs> the yeah. fact that we came up, because we we did it, you know, in the honor right. of the whole exactly fake news, right. alternative right. facts thing. It was just weird. Oh, maybe we could do a new segment. We can call it Fake News, uh, Fake News, Fake News, or Alternative Facts. Meaning there's some truth to it, but it's like, ooh, we'll think about that for the next season. Yes, we'll just yes. stick to fake news. That's, that's a brainstorm right, right there. <laughs> right. We should do that, a new segment. Hey, don't be taking this fake news or not or alternative fact segment to the DMV Sports Roundtable. You already no, got all no, those heavy no. hitters yeah, of WTOP. Yeah, right, right, right. No, you already got, got all the big over there. You're already no, with the no, big dogs. No, no, no. I don't need it. <laughs> all love to those guys, by the way. We love those folks. So fake news or not, three statements. You let me know whether they're, whether it's news. Or not. It's time for fake news. Or not. Not, not. So statement number one, with the 19th pick in the first round of the NFL draft 2021, the Washington football team will select a quarterback. Kevin, is that fake news or not? That's fake news. That's fake news. I think that they're in position, like we said earlier, with the, I don't want, I, I use the word loosely, talent. They have at the position. <laughs> let's say, let's say the education they have at the position. They <laughs> they can go. Yeah, education. Heineke was like going for his you know degree, mm-hmm. right? Going to the prom, whatever. But they could they can afford. They're in a position now. They can go for the best player available. They don't have to put their uh, their eggs all in one basket. They can improve the football team. And if they got if there's a quarterback there that that everybody the consensus like can't miss, you know. You, They'll pull the trigger, but that's fake news. They don't have to go for a quarterback with that pick. Okay, Jamal? Uh, I disagree. Oh, <laughs> news. Like I said before, <laughs> everything is on the table like Rivera said. Uh-huh. So let's go to a scenario we didn't get to before. So 
trades fall through. Uh, maybe you get a bridge quarterback, but you still feel like you need to make, you know, a, a, a change in the draft. Now, look at how the board falls. So you're sitting at 19. Nothing definite. But we've seen, we didn't think Haskins would be there at 15. We didn't think we would get Jonathan Allen when we got him. He was supposed to have been gone. So if there's a run early, you know the quarterbacks are going to go. But I'll say this. If there's a possibility of Trey Lance ends up at 19. Uh, some people like Mac Jones. I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. But there's a possibility that if he's there at 19, or Zach Wilson, maybe he probably might be gone. But if one of those three are there at 19 and somehow get pushed down, then I see a scenario where if you take one of those bridge quarterbacks and you got one of those three sitting at 19 or a quarterback that you like that you don't think will end up in the second round, there's a very big possibility that there will be a quarterback taken at 19, depending on who's on the board. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with you because I think, especially in a, in a year now where, I mean, you can look at the draft class, but if you look at the amount of quarterbacks that are actually available, bridge quarterbacks or, you know, your higher level, uh, Deshaun Watson, even if you want to put mm-hmm. Cam Newton in that category, there's so many quarterbacks available that I think some quarterbacks might just fall simply because teams will go with some of these guys as opposed to, you know, rolling the dice uh, in the draft. So I, I think I think it's news as well. Statement number two in fake news or not, the running back position has to be addressed this offseason. Fake news or not? Uh, that's fake news only because I want it to be news, but it's fake news. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Scott Turner, he thinks running backs are like neckties, right? You might have to wear one to work, but you don't like it. <laughs> right? You know, so, uh, uh, you know, it was an injury. It depends on how our crack medical staff deals with the, uh, the deals with the turf tail situation. Um, I, I think that, uh, I would love to see them beef up a little bit. And and I, I hate the running back by committee thing. I, I, I think everybody knows who the alpha dog is. Just like we were saying about the quarterback. We know who the best guy is. And and I'd say the guy who practices harder, he gets to play, right? So if you want to mm-hmm. if you want to get on the field, get better. <laughs> That's on you, right? So, um, no, I, I think I like what they have. I like the ingredients. I just wish they'd do a little bit more. So, yeah, that's fake news. They don't have to address that. Okay, Jamal. I'm going news again. <laughs> going news again. That's why this segment is so cool, right? Yeah, because yeah. you know what? That alpha dog that's that's kind of, it's gone. Whether you have somebody that has a majority of the snaps, you still you, you it's 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 still by by committee. You still have to have your change of pace. McKissick and Gibson work well together. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. they need in there is that bridge. Uh, of a power back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can upgrade on uh, on Barber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Bryce Love experience or experiment, whatever you want to call it, yeah. uh, I was on board, but the brother hasn't played in years. Mm-hmm. Going it's back. It's been what, two years, three years, something like that? It's been three years. It's been three, three yeah, wow. three. It's been two here and it's been one at Stanford. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going back and looking at YouTube highlights of him <laughs> you know, back with McCaffrey, and we're, we're, we're pining for that. I don't know if that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'll root for him. I will pull for him, but I, I can't put eggs in that basket. 
anybody that's, that's going to be Gibson, it's going to be McKissick has solidified his role. Turner likes to use different backs. Mm-hmm. He likes variation. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we saw just like we see with, with, with AP that one guy that milk cow running back is, is he's not, the bell cow running back is not there no more mm-hmm. because you have to have a variation of guys unless you have that one guy that can do all those things. Right, and right. Very right. seldomly you have that. So I'm looking at the draft. If I'm sitting there, second, third round, if a Najee Harris falls in my lap. Yeah, 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 you take that. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is certain running backs, uh, Jamal Williams is a free agent from Green Bay. He can fill that spot in between McKissick and Gibson. Now, I'll say this, and most people will probably just write it off. I am not opposed to taking a flyer on Le'Veon Bell. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm not opposed. Mm -hmm. But there is something needs to be done in that middle spot. Barbara, he was okay. Right, right. He was okay. Yeah. Yeah. It gets to a point, and I feel like we talked about this um, uh, last year a little bit, uh, uh, Kevin, when it came to the linebackers, that we have this this ability here – and with the Washington football team to fall in love with players simply because we like them or they're on the team. Yeah. Uh, but not that, and so, and not that they're any good, but they're, they're our starters. And it's like, right, if they were anywhere right, else, they wouldn't be starting. You know what I mean? And so we that talked about that with exactly the linebacker. Right. Same Perfect. thing with some of the running backs. Like we, I, I like McKissick, you know, and, and I like Barber, but it's like, they're not, they're, 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 they're not the players you need. that's going to take you to that next level. Like we talked about the quarterbacks, you need a you need people, you need players or backs who are going to start to have better talent. No knock on the guys. I'm just talking about the, the level of talent. Not that they couldn't make the team. It's just that if, if they were somewhere else, they would maybe get three to four carries a game. Maybe yeah, five. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and and, 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 that, and that's, that's where we are. So I do think it's news, too. I do think that they need to um, to uh, address the running back position. Uh, final yeah, statement on fake news. One more name in there. Mm-hmm. Shuba Hubbard. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. sure where he'll fall, but if he's in the mid-rounds, yeah. there might be somebody else to look at that can give you power. He's he's versatile as well. Mm-hmm. So he might slide in well in between McKissick and Gibson. Yeah, Scott wouldn't like him because he'd have to give him the ball, you know. And <laughs> there you go. But I'm, Last I'm statement <laughs> uh, this week for fake news uh, or not. After finishing 7-9, first place in the NFC East, although be it weak, first place in the NFC East, the Washington football team is the team to beat and the favorite to win the NFC East again. Kevin, is that fake news or not? Hey, that's that's news right there. I mean, until <laughs> somebody beats us, we're the <laughs> NFC East champions, right? You know, now I do know that, you know, Saquon's coming back. I know that the coach of Philly is not there to, to take Jalen Hurts out of the game when he's <laughs> scoring two touchdowns on us, right? You know, and, uh, you know, Lord knows what's happening in Dallas, right? You know, we had to see how Dak is coming back from that injury, right? And, and well, we last, see- I, last I'm getting updates. It seemed like Russell Wilson might be in the mix to go to Dallas. But anyway. Don't believe it unless you hear from Jamal. Anyway, I'm saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that's news. Have but... Zero sources. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's news. That's right. We're the beast of the NFC East. That's right. That's news. Jamal, what you got? We're going to agree for the first time in a second. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to give you a different reason why okay. that is news. This team right now is sitting in a position when it comes to free agency, they're in the catbird seat. Right now, with Alex Smith on the books, they have the fifth most cap space. 
get him off the books, you'll add about 14 more mm. around, around that area. Dallas is sitting at 19 mil. If they're serious about extending or signing Dak, a lot of that got to go bye-bye. Mm-hmm. The Giants have one mil. They got to make some decisions. Uh, do, Philly is like Macy. This is a going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> They've already started on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. And I think Ertz is to follow. You have to look at They're 47 over. Mm. 47 over the cap. And then taking that, what, 33 or 36 mil hit by and did money mm-hmm. with, uh, mm-hmm. with Wentz cap hit. So now you're looking the other side, other side of the ball, where your stars are. Mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox, Graham, Vinnie Curry, Barnett. So this team, they're going to be starting from scratch. Mm. They're going to be a ground zero. So already we are sitting on top of the rest in terms of cap space. This particular season, off-season rather, cap is a 180. It's a biased market. Mm-hmm. And a lot of players, if they're smart, no one's going to break the bank. So anybody looking for big deals, this ain't the season to do it. It's not the off-season to do it. A lot of talent being cut already. And a lot of players are going to take one-year prove-it deals. So we got the, the cap space to do that. You can fill in a lot of spots that we need. Uh, safety. Look at old tackle. You can bring Trent back if you're really feeling frisky. <laughs> you know, and if, if there's an agreement, I will look into that. Middle linebacker, Levante David, there, the, Quan Alexander may can become available. There are a lot of guys out there that you can get, and they can be a run season to, of course, win the NFC East, but take a chance and contend further into the playoffs because they have enough cap space and people are not getting big money deals this offseason. You can stockpile a lot of talent, and then you got the one-year deals. Fill that in with the draft. Mm -hmm. So if you don't bring these guys back, it's like this past year, if you don't bring a Darby back, you have somebody to fill that spot that you drafted. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I think they're sitting in a prime spot. Quarterback, of course, will be the centerpiece. Right. But you get a lot to build around and fill in any gaps in this team. And I don't think the other teams in the division are going to be equipped to do that if we do it the right way. And with the brain trust they put together, Mayhew and other, I, I-, I think they brought enough smart football people to put together. Sounds good. I think next week what we'll do, Kevin, is we'll do a defense show because we talked all offense today. And one thing I'm looking forward to this upcoming season is watching that defensive line again, just wreak havoc. I mean, they were causing problems. And so I look forward to seeing that again. So, uh, Jamal, uh, where can people catch the DMV Sports Roundtable after they listen to the Federal Football Report? Of course. Of mm-hmm. course. Listen to I mean, it's show. no competition. It's momentum, no, is what no, I call no, it. No, that's right, all about right, right, right. man. We, right. we no, no, no. stuff, man. Rising right. tides lifts all boats. That's, that's, right. Right. that's right. And also, rough waters will sink our ships, too, if we're all in the same <laughs> too. So we'll sink us. Yeah. We'll either rise or sink yeah. together. But we'll do it together. Yeah, together. Keep this <laughs> is the main course. If you want a little dessert, <laughs> your little cheesecake on the side, whatever you like, a little ice cream out of the mold. That's right. <laughs> you can you can catch us on the... Uh, WTOP app, uh, you can get us on Podcast One and iTunes. 
There you go, folks. Jamal, thank you so much for joining us on uh, the Federal Football Report. Let uh, me say this real quick, real quick before we leave. Uh, brothers, I want to thank y'all both so much. Uh, to even be at this point in the city and talk to y'all, yeah, both of you have been very instrumental in helping me to move through this. Claude, you, I didn't know nothing about podcasts. I mean, the little conversation we didn't have, you didn't broke down, mm-hmm. you know, the intricacies of it. Kevin, of course, that I had never done an interview with anybody before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, it, you helped me to get in contact and then talk to people like Chuck Sapienza and, and people like that. So you guys have been very instrumental into, I ain't where I want to be yet, but you guys have been part of the catalyst to have me, you know, on this path. And of course, I got to shout out my OG, uh, JJ Green. Of course. Who has, of course. has always been, you know, a, a, a big man. part. But you guys, I just got to express my appreciation. Wanting people to hear that you guys have been very instrumental in, you know, me even discovering this is the path I want to go down. So I oh, thank man. you brothers immensely for mm-hmm. having me on. And I'm on any, I'm at your disposal. You got my number hitting me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I enjoy this. We, we, we got to have you on more, man. I'm let here. Let, let me know. We, listen, I know, I know I speak for Kevin when I say we appreciate the kind words, bro. And, you know, we're all right. here for each other, man. And we'll do it all over yes. again. And, and you know what? So, you know, you, you, you do things and you look out for folks and we're all together. And, you know, um, you know, you're not the only one who would say I've been this minute in their lives. I have to say that. But no, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just joking. Just joking. Um, uh, but yeah, oh, no, man. thank you, man. No, thank you. And it, it's been our pleasure. And you may not be where you want to be, but you're definitely where I want to be. And so I'm yeah. going to kind of grow <laughs> and, 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 and get to your level, Jamal. Thank you That's so much for joining us. Don't man. stop. Yeah, Don't man. stop, man. Yeah, the total, uh, the homage to y'all, man. I, I, this is enjoyable. Anytime, look, man, anytime. All right, all right, you got uh, it. You I enjoy this ridiculously. Appreciate it, brother. Anytime, man, yo, I'm here. All right. All right, folks, you can catch Jamal all the time on the DMV Sports Roundtable. Uh, you can check that out again. He gave you the uh, on the WTOP app and also uh, on uh, Podcast One and on Apple Podcasts. All right, folks, we'll get back with you next week.